Welcome to Let's Go DHO. This is Dr. Trish Burgess, and I'm here today with Alicia Trivett. Alicia is someone many of you have seen her name in emails or in paperwork, but haven't really had a chance to get to know her. So I wanted to bring her in because Alicia is now our new GHO program coordinator. So how are you doing, Alicia? Just fine, Trish. So can you tell us how long have you worked at CMD? I know it's been quite a while. Yes, I came here almost a little over 26 years ago. And what were you doing when you started? I started in the mailroom, believe it or not, and then worked my way up. So what other departments have you worked in besides the mailroom and GHO? Started in the mailroom, I went to resources, and then was promoted to the manager of resources, and then was promoted to the manager of resources and membership. And then I came to GHO as the administrative assistant. And how long have you been working at GHO now? 18 years. Wow, 18 years. You've been here as long as I've known about GHO and started um, leading teams. That's when I first got to know you. So what was your previous role with GHO before you became our new program coordinator? I was the Global Health Outreach Administrative Assistant. And what sorts of things did you do with that? The Administrative Assistant helps the director and the associate director with various duties, secretarial duties, and emails, setting up conferences, but they're also the supervisor of the other people who work in the department. That's right, because we have quite a few other people. How is this new role as a GHO program coordinator going to be different from what you've been doing? I will still retain the role as GHO uh, assistant and do all the things that I did in that role. But in this unique upgrade or promotion, I will have the opportunity to have more intimate contact with the national partners and the team leaders, and we'll be able to hopefully streamline the processes of getting teams out there, where we're gonna be going, all the logistics and all the, the planning. Yeah, there's so much that is behind the scenes in a GHO mission. Um, and uh, we talked about hoping to um, be more organized, strategic about that. Um, and that as each new trip comes up the next year, we have a more set plan or like a SOP or standing operating procedure so that it can be more streamlined and other people can help, you know, in case you're out or whatever. Um, so I think it's going to be great. Can you share with us just a bit of your testimony, especially in relating to CMDA and GHO? Well, I accepted Christ later in life at 25 years old, and a lot of people accept him when they're very young. And I was working at a pharmaceutical company and just felt discontented, didn't have the chance to talk about the Lord or share my faith. Even back then, it was frowned upon. And I was really searching for a place where I could live my faith in my job. And I was going to church with a lady that worked here, and she mentioned Christian Medical and Dental Associations. And I had to ask her many times because that's a lot of words. Even the acronym <laughs> throws you off a little bit. And that they had a job opening in the mailroom. She said, you're probably going to do a lot of heavy lifting, which I can do. And I came, and I was hired, and I have been at a run ever since. Love it. That's great. Can you say how working at JHO has affected your faith journey? I've had the opportunity to see those who go on trips who are very worried and apprehensive, maybe, trying to trust the Lord in what he, exactly they could do on the trip or how they could matter or have a position that really made a difference for the Lord. And I've had the unique opportunity to help them to see you have many different roles on this trip, and we will be here to go alongside you every step of the way. And GHO in itself it's just so awesome to come to work every day and realize I get the chance to affect someone's soul who I may never see in this life, who is sometimes across the ocean, 
And I'm going to be able to help these people to go and tell. So I get to be a huge part of the Great Commission for those people and for the people who get to accept Christ in the field. Yes, it is. It's really a, such a privilege to it be is. able to work um, with GHO. One of the neat things that we do here at GHO is people have opportunity to submit testimonies. You know, so when they get back from their trip, they can actually submit a testimony online. Sometimes they'll just email us. But it's such a treat because we get to hear some of the God sightings or the really cool things that have happened on mission, like where they've seen God at work either in themselves or with the team or how he's provided. And so we get to review all of those as well, which is it was such a neat part of this yes. work. Yes, it is. So have you ever served on a GHO team? Yes, actually, I've gone twice, once to Honduras in 2006 and once to Nicaragua in 2008, both with my husband. And what roles did you um, do on those trips? The first trip, I was actually in the eyeglass clinic and just went around to different positions. The second time, I was in charge of the VBS. And so the VBS is something we add on to our clinics frequently that are really just a couple of hours, usually in the afternoon. But it's a lot of kids. We've heard from everywhere from 20 or 30 kids to up to 100 kids on a VBS on some of our trips. And we do, you know, a story frequently with the puppet show. Um, We do often a craft Mm -hmm. with them and then playtime. And I remember one time in Kenya and it was playtime. My daughter was on that trip with us and she was getting a little frustrated because they wouldn't stay in line and they didn't know what to do with the games. And I told her, Marissa... These kids have probably never had a chance to play an organized game like that. Correct. They just are off on their own in the street playing with whatever they can find or they're working. So once she really realized that, she was a lot more patient and made it a lot more fun for her to really see the joy on their faces when they got to play. So it sounds like a minor part on the team, but no role on a GHO mission trip is minor. Absolutely. And the eyeglass clinic, my husband did that once as well, and that was one of the busiest clinics in the whole and the whole team. Yes, it is. And I had the unique experience to be able to uh, watch a lady, a sweet elderly lady came in and they had set up a Bible in Spanish and asked them to sit across from me in the table. And I would hand the readers to her, starting with the lowest strength, going up until she was able to read the Bible. And when she got to that point where she could read, and she was probably 60s, 70s, maybe even 80s, when she was able to read that Bible, she jumped up and said, Ah, Dios, gracias, gracias. And I was like, what, what? And the interpreter said, she's so happy. And she started dancing around the room. Oh, my gosh. And I was so excited for her. And she hugged me, and we hugged, and I hugged on her. And I thought, Lord, This woman hasn't been able to read your word for over 20 years. How many times do I take it for granted? And it's laying on my shelf. And it had a huge impact on me in my life. That's great. Yeah, a lot of the lessons like that we learn on the mission field, we stay with us through Mm -hmm. most of our life. And a lot of it is how we take things for granted. I once went on a trip and I had a room with the um, Kenyan national partner when we were away from the main area in Nairobi. And so we shared a room and I had, you know, lugged in two suitcases, my backpack and a rolling carry on. Now, I did have some meds, but still I had way more than I needed of clothes and such. And she had one small backpack with four or five items of clothing rolled up in it. And every night she was washing whatever and she'd mix and match. And I was like really embarrassed at how much I had. (laughs) But it made me realize how much material stuff we have that we just don't need. And it made a huge impact on me too, just that and thinking about that. So do you have a favorite story from your GHO missions experience you can share with us? This is probably wouldn't rank very high on other people's radar. But for me, children are so very special. 
when we were doing our VBS clinic, we were on the border of Honduras and Nicaragua, and I had four or five students helping me. And the first day we had about a couple hundred kids show up, but they went and told all of their neighbors. And the next day in this huge gym, we had well over 800 kids. And I had probably 12 people to help me. And I was going into panic mode just a little bit. And so I had this little craft with glue sticks and they were putting together a cross out of little torn up pieces of construction paper, making it all beautiful with their sticks. And I was very impressed by the way that those children were able to sit in a circle and to share that glue stick. And they went all around and handed that to each other and never complained. And now they were rowdy and the Mm -hmm. kids wanted to play basketball and have a good time. But I was able to use that in a story that I got to tell them during Bible time. And their parents listened very intently. And while I didn't have anyone come up and say, I've accepted Christ as my Savior, I felt in my soul and in my spirit that I had had the impact that God wanted me to have that day. It just brightens you. It makes you feel like you've got a part in the Lord's will and in his kingdom. Yeah, it is amazing. You, I think the weaker you feel like you are when you go, like, what do I have to offer? Mm -hmm. Which is frequently, like you said, our our non-medical servants. But then what little you have to offer, the amazing ways he can use it if you're using it in his name. So it is really neat to have those experiences. What do you hope to accomplish in this new position with GHO? Well, you've referred to the ability to streamline, and I feel like I am in a position to use the years of experience I've had in GHO and with CMDA, because we are a ministry of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations, to bring all of those pieces together and to try to reach out as far and as wide as we can to let people know about GHO. GHO, even in our hometown, we've heard people say the best kept secret, Mm -hmm. and so I would like to see or have more opportunities to reach out and to promote GHO, but to also let them know what we're truly about. Um, While we have the opportunity to go on a medical mission, and you're going to get to see doctors and dentists and and even PT, eyeglass clinics, and sometimes even VBS at work, our main goal is to reach people with a need, and their greatest need is to hear the gospel of Christ. And I've heard many, many people come back from GHO trips saying it's changed their lives forever. They met new friends. And usually those are lifetime friends. You become friends within a day or two with the other participants on the team. They got to encourage each other and to experience a new culture Mm -hmm. and a new group of people and to see how they live and to understand that we are not in a box or a silo all to ourselves, that God has made this great big wide world and he wants us to be a part of it. Yeah, I think that's amazing. One thing I've really noticed when I lead teams is the youth, like, you know, from, you know, maybe middle school, high school age through college, they connect with the youth in the in the country like immediately. I don't know how they do it so fast, but they stay in touch. They are instantly friends on Instagram and Facebook. And they ha- and so these younger generations have friends around the world through doing missions. And it's like the body of Christ is, you know, we're around the world, people we don't even know, but we're all family. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And somehow they just managed to bring that together. And I think that impacts them for the rest of their life. And I would have loved the opportunity to learn that when I was younger. I was like you and didn't accept Christ. I was even into my 30s. So mm-hmm. it was later for me. And I wish I could have learned things sooner, but all in God's timing. Yes. Um, so, you know, we just are grateful for where we're at. So what advice would you give to someone who doesn't know GHO but is considering going on a mission with us? Don't limit yourself. If God has put it on your heart and you really want to go somewhere to serve, search it out, ask questions, 
contact us because we'll be glad to let you know exactly what's going to happen and then give your chance yourself the chance or the opportunity to be able to be used of God because he will and then realize that this is just the beginning of your journey. Yeah, that's a good point. Saying yes is the hardest step, I felt like, when I first did it, because I had never done a mission Mm -hmm. in my life before I did GHO. And just saying yes and leaving my family, because my kids were still at home and my husband had a lump in my Mm -hmm. throat. But God honors that that, um, step of faith. And um, it blessed me so much. He, He gave me my mission for life and why I was here on earth on that very first trip. Now, had I known I would have been director, you know, 15 years later, I might have run (laughs) home. But, um, you know, it's amazing what he will do if you are willing to trust that he will work in you and through you. And so it's okay to step out and do God-sized things and watch them come through. Mm -hmm. So it is a blessing. I'm so grateful for you. We've worked together now. I've been here four years, and I knew you several years before that as a team leader and coming for training. But um, I think it's going to be fantastic. I think we're going to have things more streamlined, more organized, more efficient mm-hmm. um, over the next year or two as we repeat trips. Because right now we're sort of in a building back phase. You know, we're, we're just now getting back toward our numbers pre-COVID. Um, so we've got a long way to go. Some trips we just went for the first time just before COVID. So now we're really starting all over again for a second yes. time. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's challenging, but it's worth it, and we enjoy it. So thank you so much for joining me and letting everyone have a chance to know a little bit more about you. And thank you, Trish. Oh, you're welcome. So if you're interested in GHO and our missions, you can um, search us at um, cmda.org slash GHO, and uh, you'll be able to find our webpage with our trip calendar that you can click on to see what trips we have available, um, as well as ways to contact either myself or Alicia. So we would love to hear from you and hope we see you where you'll be hearing us holler. Let's go, GHO! This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.